Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me again. Today, we want to talk about buying signals. Now, I've done a podcast already on positive buying signals. A buying signal is a statement made by the customer that is a clear indication that they're ready to buy and they're willing to buy from you. Now, too often, salespeople run by these signals and keep trying to sell when the sale's already done. That's called selling beyond the sale. Now, I talked in my last podcast about buying signals, right? Positive buying signal. Things you should listen for to say the customer's ready to sign on that line or give you that credit card. But now, I want to talk about negative buying signals, the opposite. When you hear these statements, they're an indication that the customer is not in, that the customer is less likely to buy. In other words, they're simply not buying what you're selling. Now, I want to go through some of these negative buying signals, but before I do, I want to remind you that listening to a statement is one thing, right? What somebody says, what a customer says is one thing, but how they say it. When you look at their body language, again, that matters. You have to take that into account. And then you also have to take into account tone, how they said it. Now, this is important because if I listen to the words, if I watch body language and I listen to the tone, I can triangulate very quickly whether this person is in or out. Now, I'm going to go through seven negative buying signals, and as you're listening to this podcast, ask yourself, what would I say, what would I do in that situation if I heard that? How would I adjust my sales approach? How would I change tact? What would I ask? So let me go through the seven buying signals, and let's kind of talk through it as we go through it. The first one, can you send me a formal quote? Right Now, depending on how that statement is said, will tell you whether you believe the person or not in terms of their willingness or interest in buying. If somebody says, you know what, just send me a quote. You know what, just send me a quote. Versus, I like, what, I like the information you're giving me. Can you please send me a quote? Okay, again, the latter has more credibility, right? Because of the tone, the way it was said, the way it was framed. So if somebody says that to you and they're like, you know what, just go ahead and send me a quote. Just go ahead and send me a quote. What would you say in that situation? What would you, how would you push back on the customer to qualify whether they really wanted a quote because they were really interested? Or are they simply asking for it just to kind of go, shoo, get away from me, right? I don't want to deal with you right now. I don't want you to close me. Ah, just send me a quote. What would you say? What would you ask? How would you change your tack? Keep that in mind. Buying signal, negative buying signal number two. Send me an email with more information. You ever see people just say, you know what, uh, I want you to just send me some more information. Now, again, how that's said, body language, or if you're on the phone, what, how's, what's that tone, makes all the difference in the world. But if somebody says, you know what, send me some more information. And again, how is it said? If it's said, eh, just send me some more information, that's a, that's a negative buying signal. That person is not in. And if you hear that negative buying signal, that almost kind of like, you know, I want to get rid of you buying tone, you know, what would you say? What would you do? What would you shift on in terms of your sales approach? What would you do differently? How would you qualify that customer, again, to see if they really truly needed more information to make a buying decision, or are they just trying to get rid of you? Number three, 
After I get three bids, I'll decide. After I get three bids, I'll decide. Now, I talked about this in another podcast, and in many cases, when somebody says this, I think it's more negative than positive. In other words, they're less likely to buy than likely to buy. But again, when somebody says, I need to get three bids before making a buying decision, in a previous podcast, I talked about how you need to sell beyond price. You need to talk about quality and you need to talk about service and really frame that conversation in a way that the customer goes, okay, it's not about price, it's really about quality and service. Again, listen to my other podcast on that. Negative buying signal number four. Mm, That's interesting. Uh, That's interesting. You ever have a conversation, they just say, that's interesting. Now, again, to me, that's a con- that to me just signals. My brain just like lights up like a Roman candle when I hear that because when somebody says that's interesting, that's almost a dismissive statement. They're like dismissing what I just said. It's almost like I don't know what to say, so I'm just going to say that's interesting, right? That's interesting. That's interesting. And you hear that a lot. And I think that's a, it's a hiccup, I call it, a, like a mental hiccup that people have. It's like a habit they get into. When they don't know what to say and it's not really that interesting, they'll go, oh, that's interesting. Translation, it's not that interesting. Now, if somebody said it this way, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Now, that, you can believe, is a positive buying signal in terms of they're in mentally. But when you hear that's interesting, you know, what do you say? What do you do? For example, when somebody says, yeah, that's interesting, maybe... One of your responses could be, well, what did you find interesting about that? And all of a sudden, the person's going to just stop. They're going to just be, you know, they're going to just mentally just stop, dead in their tracks, because now they have to explain why they just said that. And if they explain why it's interesting, then that statement was valid. But if they just say something like this, well, nah, you know, I just think it's interesting. Then again, now you know that's a, that's a negative state. That's a negative buying signal. That means they're not into your conversation, your pitch. How about this one? Number five. You ask questions, but you get these real short answers. In other words, they're not willing to fully explain something to you. This one's hard to describe. It's like if if you're selling roofing, for example, and I ask you a question as 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 a resident, the owner, the homeowner, many homeowners will go into detail about what they want. Those who don't really want to buy from you will just say, yeah, yeah, we're just going to do that. Just give me a quote on that. That's all, you know, don't even, you know, forget, we just need that. But other people will say, you know what, here's what we're looking for, just so you really understand. What we want to do is we've got a high-pitched roof, we need a ventilation, da, 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 whatever it may be. They'll go into detail. So when a customer is giving you short answers, not really elaborating, that is a negative buying signal that they're not interested. So again, keep that in mind. How about this one? I've heard customers say this one. You know, I'm not looking to make a, a decision right now. I'm just doing some research. And that's fine. We all want to do research. But again, that to me is a I'm not in statement. So when somebody says, I'm not looking to make a buying decision right now, again, what would you say to them to challenge that a little bit? How would you adjust your sales process, your sales tact? I'm not looking to make a decision right now. And again, maybe you want to challenge the customer. Well, what information will you need to make a buying decision? You know, what are your criteria for making a buying decision? And then maybe I can help you with this. Whatever it may be, I want you to think about this. When you hear that negative buying signal, what does that mean? How do we challenge the customer? How do we push them back just a little bit to kind of figure out, you know, whether or not this is real or not? And the last one is, you know, you know, when you say something to somebody, say they'll just say, yeah, that's fine either way. That's one of my, my favorite ones. But I go, yeah, yeah, either way, it doesn't matter. Well, would you like this or this? Uh, yeah, it uh, doesn't really matter. Just quote them both for me. 
Well, would you like it this tall or that tall? Uh, just give me a bit for both of them. When people give you those wishes, just give me both of them, that means they don't even have a preference. And because they don't have a preference, they're just looking for price. In other words, they're wasting your time. So again, rewind this podcast, go to the beginning, and go through all seven negative buying signals and ask yourself, what would I say? What would I, how would I challenge the customer to, re- to figure out whether I can hook them, bring them into the conversation? Because if you're hearing these statements, that means they're simply not in. You don't have them locked in. They're not, they're not engaging with you. You may have some subtle rapport, but you're not truly engaged with the customer. These negative buying signals are basically telling you the customer is not buying you. They may like your product. They may like what it does for their whatever, a house, whatever it may be, but they're not buying what you're selling. And at this point, you are in, I'll say, a critical mode of operation. When you hear a negative buying signal, there should be an alarm that goes off in your head that basically screams, they're not in, they're not in, they're not in. We need to engage. We need to find a way to engage. And what I want you to do is when you hear these negative buying signals is to slow your pitch down, slow your presentation down, and ask more open-ended questions to try to draw the customer into your sphere of conversation. If you can do that, you're more likely to sell than not. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. YouTube, you know the deal. I always appreciate your comments. Also, check out my online sales training platform, the Sales Velocity Academy. 40 videos, almost 400 videos rather. My 13 books. If you're serious about increasing your sales velocity, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.